0: This is a Squiz podcast, We're your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Thursday the 27th of January. In your Squiz today, police are investigating Boris Johnson's lockdown parties, our new Australian of the Year, the government considers sanctions against Russia, and cheering on Ash Barty. This is your Squiz today pressure on UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson looks only set to increase with London's Metropolitan Police launching a criminal investigation into several parties held at his office in Downing Street and at Whitehall, which may have breached COVID rules. We've spoken previously about an internal inquiry. The results of that haven't yet been released. The alleged breaches are considered serious enough for the police to look into retrospectively. Eliza, what's on their radar? We don't know exactly which
0: party are being investigated but the ones that have hit the headlines are the quotes bring your own booze socially distanced garden party on the 20th of May and that was in 2020 it was organised by Johnson's private secretary. He invited 100 staffers over email and Johnson has subsequently apologised for that in Parliament saying he thought it was a work event and if it was a work event it would have been okay under the COVID rules then there was the surprise birthday party thrown by his wife Carrie in June. Uh, Johnson's office said he was there for less than 10 minutes. One of his allies said that it wasn't a premeditated party, which is an interesting line. In fact, it was (laughs) that he was actually ambushed by a cake. And some people like Nigella Lawson had a bit of fun with that. (laughs) But finally, it was on the eve of Prince Philip's funeral in April last year. There were two leaving parties for staffers. Johnson wasn't there, but there were photos the next day of the Queen sitting by herself looking forlorn at her husband's funeral, and the idea there that the Queen has the ticker to keep calm and carry on amidst immense personal grief, but the government, who sets the rules, doesn't.
1: Yeah, strict COVID rules and or lockdowns were in place in the UK for a lot of the past two years, with the public making huge sacrifices during the pandemic. When it comes to what's next, Johnson could be interviewed by police over the parties as part of their investigation. It's placing huge pressure on his leadership.
0: Yeah, his leadership is in serious crisis. Overnight, there was a rowdy session in the Commons with Johnson saying that he wouldn't resign. And in fact, his government gets the big calls, right? You can imagine the noise that accompanied that statement. Uh, But reports say that Tory MPs are eagerly awaiting a report from civil servant Sue Gray into those parties. In fact, it was information from Gray that was passed onto the Met that played a role in that criminal probe being launched. But one former Tory cabinet minister who's fallen out with the PM his name is David Davis he stood up in the commons last week and said to Johnson in the name of God go
1: (laughs) it's all creating a lot of noise which of course no government in power wants to have going on when they're trying to get on with governing for his part Johnson doesn't believe he's broken the law it's definitely one to watch and one that will continue to unfold over the coming days Back home now and wheelchair tennis champion and all-round legend Dylan Alcott is having one heck of a busy week. He's competing in the Australian Open, of course, and he was named Australian of the Year for 2022.
0: Yeah, he was stoked, wasn't he? Because his purpose, he says, Mm. is not to win tennis tournaments. It's to change perceptions so people with disability live the lives they deserve to live. He gave a great speech the other night saying that when he was growing up, the only people on TV that looked like him were the ones in road safety accident ads you know, the cautionary tales about what Mm. happens to you if you don't wear your seatbelt. Uh, He then went on to call for free rapid tests for people with disabilities, so he's going to be a really vocal advocate. Uh, He also has a great sense of humour, though. I read that he said that he didn't know that he was in line for the award until he got to the event. He saw
1: a ramp and he thought, hang on, what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) That might have given given a little something away. The other winners of the Australia Day Awards, St. John Ambulance Volunteer Val Dempsey was named Senior Australian of the Year. Dr. Daniel Nauer was named Young Australian of the Year. He does a lot of work in providing medical support to vulnerable Australians. And Shanna Wan is the founder of Sober in the Country. She was named Local Hero of the Year. On to the case now of murdered nine-year-old Charlize Mutton. While police have released the cause of death, Eliza, there still seems a fair way to go with their investigation.
0: Yes, police have revealed some quite distressing details. The autopsy shows that Charlize was fatally shot before her body was disposed of, and police conducted an interview with Charlize's mother, Callista. They say she was staying elsewhere in a caravan park at the time of the alleged murder. So now they're looking for more information, both about why Charlize was left alone with her stepfather Justin Stein and any motivation he
1: might have to kill her. So police are calling for anyone with information. They want to sort out some significant gaps in the timeline of events leading up to her murder. Stein is due to appear in court in March. The situation in Ukraine continues to escalate with Russia assembling more than 127,000 troops on that Ukraine border. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has expressed Australia's concern at the military build-up and says that Australia may impose Magnitsky sanctions against senior Russians involved in the aggression against Ukraine. Now, the Magnitsky laws, bit tough to say that one, are pretty new here in Australia. They passed Parliament last year. Take us through what that would mean. Yeah, so the laws are named after
0: Sergei Magnitsky. He was a Russian lawyer hired to investigate corruption. He was later jailed and beaten and left to die in 2009. And it was clear that the people responsible for that man's death wouldn't be held to account there in Russia. So the UK introduced laws to punish these people through things like asset freezes and travel bans abroad. And Australia adopted these laws last year. When it comes to the ongoing crisis on the Russia-Ukraine border, Australia is looking to use these type of
1: sanctions against Russians who are making trouble with the Ukraine. Lots of talk about sanctions at the moment. US President Joe Biden has said that he'll consider sanctions against Russian President Vladimir Putin himself if an invasion does occur. Russia has responded by saying any sanctions against Putin personally wouldn't affect their course of action. It's an escalating situation. More to come as it unfolds. It's Thursday, Eliza. We have a new Squiz Shortcut episode out today. It's been two weeks since that enormous volcano erupted in Tonga, and we're seeing the ongoing aid response play out now. It's been called a once in a thousand years event and so you and Claire took a look at the eruption and a little something called the Ring of Fire
0: yeah I learned a lot researching this shortcut with Claire the Ring of Fire is a big horseshoe shaped path along the Pacific Ocean that traces the boundaries of several underground tectonic plates and when they rub up or brush past each other it causes earthquakes and volcanic eruptions so we look back at some of the big incidents from this region from Krakatoa to Sendai in 2011 in Japan and more about Tonga as that very unique humanitarian mission gets
1: underway. One stat that always sticks out for me about the Tonga explosion is that the explosion itself was 100 times greater than the Hiroshima bombs. It just gives a bit of context to just how big it was. You search for Squiz shortcuts in your podcasting app to have a listen. As always, if you've got a topic, something in the news, a person or an event that you'd like a bit more background and context to, shoot us an email at hello at au. We're getting to the pointy end of the Australian Open now, Eliza. I don't know what I'm going to do with my time when it's all over. (laughs) We're obviously keeping a close eye on the Aussies that have made it through this far. World number one Ash Barty is looking to be in pretty great form right now.
0: We don't want to jinx it, do we? But she's set to become <laughs> the first Aussie woman to make the final since 1978. She looks in devastatingly good form, I've got to say. Uh, what an incredible tennis yeah. player. And Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokanakis, they'll feature in the men's doubles semi-final this afternoon. Tennis Australia has actually moved that match to centre court, which has a, a bigger capacity. Dylan Orcott, he's also in the quad singles final today. He'll
1: retire from tennis after today's match. Lots of of exciting tennis huge day on rod laver arena following those aussies a big shout out to the other aussie doubles duo who are looking to make it through max purcell and matthew ebden very exciting australian open Squeeze the Day. Eliza, what are you keeping an eye on? Well, today it's the Women's Ashes Test. It starts
0: at 10 o'clock at Monica Oval in Canberra. And I think it's going to be a bit of a tighter match or, you know, a a more competitive series than the men's. (laughs) So um, I think that'll be
1: great. We're absolutely spoiled for sport choice right now. That's for sure. We are getting to the end of January. And for a lot of parents, that means the end of school holidays. Hang in there. Not long to go. If you're needing a little something to keep primary kids entertained, check out our Squeeze Kids Podcast subscriber specials. Three new episodes a week, all for $6.99 a month. There are shortcuts on all sorts of kid-friendly topics from Marvel superheroes to the ashes to weird and wonderful animals. There's lots of quizzes that you can compete in with your kids. Good luck with that. They're clever these days. Just head to Apple Podcasts to get those episodes. That's all from us. Have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow.